My name is Simone Park, and I'm the host of Sarah for Ballet. This podcast is designed to highlight the diversity problem in the ballet world, and illustrate experiences from students, guests, and experts, and inspire people to advocate to eliminate racism in ballet and the arts. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Stereo for Ballet podcast, the fourth episode of the student podcast series. Today, I'm interviewing Abby Jenkins. Abby is 16 years old and has danced for about 11 years. She's currently a junior at Lake Orion High School and attends Valentina School of Ballet. In her free time, she loves to hang out with her dog and family, especially her sister. Her sister Elizabeth is also a dancer and attends Butler University. Abby would love to make a career out of ballet but also shares a love for science. Hi, Abby. Hi. All right, so starting off, when and how did you start dancing? I started dancing, I would say, in kindergarten, so I believe that would put me at five years old. Um, so actually, my sister danced. Well, so when I lived overseas, my sister was dancing there, and then when we moved to the U.S., she danced there. So, you know, it's kind of like when your sister dances, you do, like, dance too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's a trend that happens a lot. And um, so I was just put into dance. Uh, we danced at this really small uh, competition studio that was more, like, recreational-based. But I was actually first put in tap dance or tap class because what my mother quotes is that I love the noises <laughs> tap shoes made. I don't remember any of that, obviously, because I was five. So when I was, like, five years old and um, I started because my sister. So I didn't really have, like, a full-on, like, inspirational story. It was more just, like, because my sister did it. Right. Didn't you also go to Eisenhower before you came to BSB? Yes, I went to some studios. Yeah, so I went to Eisenhower and then um, BSB. Yeah, I remember um, Miss V was talking to E and then E was suddenly like, oh, I have a sister, by the way. And we were all just like, what? You have a sister who dances? Like, <laughs> not surprised. She likes to keep me a secret sometimes. <laughs> All right. So why did you keep dancing until now? I don't know. I just love the feeling I get. Like, this is so random, but I just love the feeling and that I get when I take ballet class. It just, like, motivates me. It makes me feel so good inside. That's so weird because people usually don't like ballet classes, but I love them because I just love, like, how much you have to put, like, yourself into the movements and how focused you have to be. And it's like, it's almost as like you're like entering a new like universe because you just like forget for me uh personally I just forget what's happening around me and I just like I love like obviously you'll not be perfect I just love like having to work so hard and like the dedication and being so determined it just inspires me it makes me feel so good when I like take a really good ballet class which I feel like a lot of people can relate to that yeah mm-hmm. um I just love the feeling I get from it mm-hmm yeah, you just kind of focus on yourself and not think of anything else, which is like an amazing feeling. Yeah. So I know this already, but what types of dance do you do and which type do you enjoy the most and why? Okay, so currently um, I do ballet, contemporary, uh, point, which I guess. Yeah, ballet. Um, I mean, those are like the most like basic ones. I've done a lot like when I went to my competition studio and like my uh, Eisenhower, but Currently, I mostly do ballet contemporary point. Um, 
I love ballet, like I was saying previous to that, because that's why I like continue dance because it just makes me feel so good. So that's connecting to the second like question. I just love ballet so much because like I said, it makes me feel happy. It just like allows me to just be so determined. And I just love how you have to put so much of yourself into the art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you said, ballet really lets you focus on yourself and your technique and what you want to you know portray to the audience and really you have to put yourself into it or it's not gonna work so i think you already touched upon like your favorite part about dancing such as focusing yourself the dedication and the determination but what is your specifically what is your favorite part about dancing favorite part about dancing there's so much being able to meet like people um, who share the same love for the art form, have the same passion for it, that like you automatically get like a bond with them. Yeah. And um, you can just talk about something for once that like other people can relate to on like such a serious level. Yeah. So that's one reason why I just like love it because like you earn, not earn, but like you, you get friendships. Yeah. I think a lot of my closest friendships are from dance and ballet. Yeah. You know, when you share the like, same passion and interest, you just kind of click. Mm -hmm. For sure. So what does dance mean to you? So I guess this is connecting to like my previous stuff, like just happiness. I mean, that's like the most basic generic like answer, but it, it's just like, it's happiness for me. It's passion. It's love. It's dedication. Mm -hmm. like, the most like basic words ever. It just... <laughs> that's how like what it means to me yeah at least you know you have something that you're happy with and you find happiness in yeah so what is the best memory that you ever had in your dance journey so i had to think about this one for a very long time because i don't know nothing like really stood out to me but my mom reminded me of this uh so when i was younger fifth grade fourth grade uh when I was at this competition studio I like we used to compete a lot because that's just what you do at a competition studio and one time I got an award for something and my sister did it so like that I was like oh my gosh because <laughs> this is also the most cliche thing ever it's like when you like um when your sister dances you know you kind of like dance in her shadow kind of because like it's all about like her which I love my sister it's just like it, that's just how it works a lot of the time right. and so when I finally got something my sister didn't I was like on top of the roof partying I was so happy so that was definitely my best memory of dance oh my god that makes me think of you know those recital videos where you got those moves and everything yeah I did not care when I was younger I had I just did not care if people judged me Honestly, I wish I could have that same personality and like how I looked at life. But like, obviously I was young, so I wasn't like aware of everything around me, but um, I just, I loved it. So. <laughs> yeah. So what does it feel like to be on stage dancing for you? So for me, I'm still like getting used to the stage. Uh, I have like severe stage fright. It's really bad. So I'm still learning how to enjoy myself on stage. For me, I don't know, because I'm still trying to figure it out for myself. I'm probably not the best person to ask this question because like I get so scared. So I don't even enjoy it, which I really hope I can soon learn to because if I do want to make a career out of this, I need to really like enjoy myself and like I just need to dance. <laughs> but I just get so worked up and terrified. So I can't enjoy it. 
you know, but like I said, I'm hoping that like with more experience, I can get that feeling of like love and just being on stage. Yeah, I mean, that's really understandable though, because a lot of people are really frightened and anxious and scared when they're on stage because it's really putting out what you've done and showing yourself and you're performing for a lot of people sometimes sometimes even hundreds of people mm-hmm. yeah it's very nerve-wracking yeah so have you witnessed or seen any kind of racism or discrimination during your ballet or dance journey so personally me no um i grew up in like very small studios I mean, like, you wouldn't consider the studios I go to to be, like, very, like, well-known. So, I mean, there wasn't a lot of diversity in those. Because of that, there's not a whole bunch of people coming into these studios from, like, different areas. Mm -hmm. But I have seen on Instagram, uh, like, a whole bunch of stories. I can't recall it. I can't, like, quote it specifically. But there's this dude here at Conservatory. He went to... Uh, Herod attended it. It's a school. And he was discriminated because of his skin tone. He was black. Yeah, he was treated very uh, differently than the people, like his peers. So that, like, I guess that's how I would have seen it. But, like, personally, me, no. Or maybe I, like, maybe I have and I, it just didn't, like, process in my brain. I, I don't know. Like, from what I recall, no. Definitely in social media, you see a lot of that going on. Since the world is so connected, you can just look up in your phone. Yeah. Moving on, um, you already told us that you didn't see a lot of diversity in your studios that, you, that you've been to. But um, again, have you seen um, any lack of diversity during your ballet or dance journey and in the ballet or dance world, such as in classes or competitions, etc.? Yeah, mostly like dance studios I've gone to, all white people. Um, which is, I don't know how to say it, but like, no, like there's just been no diversity that like, it's it's not good because obviously you want to be open to that. My point is, is that like, no, it's mostly been white people at the studios I've gone to. I'm sure there's been like a few people of color, um, but like competition wise, still mostly white people. I mean, YGP is a huge competition, but guess who the people that win are the ones that are white or Um, which I guess also comes down to like skill level but like so mostly the people that I've seen are white people so I haven't really experienced a lot of diversity in my dance schools or um, that's coming from me but where I dance right now Miss V's there are people of color. Mm -hmm. Regarding competitions um, like you said um, it it goes down to talent but also at the same time there's also body type I think that influences uh, I guess the results a lot. Yeah, and I know people are like, oh no, like they don't go based off of like how people look or no, no fault. People say that I might be even guilty of that. I don't know. People will say that and like, yeah. it's just, it's not the truth. Yeah, it's because we want to believe it like that and mm-hmm. yeah, just think that body time won't influence, you know, the judges' preferences, which is totally different from reality. Yep. So what gives you hope during these times? What gives me hope is that like we just have, especially right now, I feel so much like unity from people. Um, and I feel like people, not that they care more, but it's almost as as this quarantine has started, like our eyes have been open more. Um, there's more, been more awareness, which I think this should have obviously happened way before this. It's 
sad that a video had to bring this of George Floyd, like all this movement. Um, but on the other side, that's like, it's amazing because now people have become more aware of their surroundings and seen all this racial discrimination. But as for like, what gives me hope is that like, like I said, we've just become more united, especially our generation, um, because we're the ones who are going to bring the future. I've seen uh, from like social media that like, all of us mostly share the same like ideas and like what we strive to be, which is united. Um, that's what gives me hope is the new generation, uh, how we handle things. Yeah. And we're working for our future, right? Um, you know, people who are in their adulthood or maybe in you know earlier generations, maybe they won't see how, for example, climate change will affect our earth or how these social inequalities are going to affect their everything. So we're just working for our future. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to some fun questions. Who are your heroes? Okay. I don't have like a specific hero, I would say. I would say my heroes are the people who, just in general, are the people who stand up for what they believe in and are educated and use their education and their voice to speak about like the unfair treatments and discrimination towards people. They just use their mind and their voice to speak. Those are my heroes, the people who are willing to sacrifice their own self to bring change. Mm -hmm. The people that want change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely relate to that those people are just people who I look up to. So what would your autobiography be called? Um, so I didn't know if I wanted to center it around my dance life or which I, you know, I don't know. I don't want to do a generic like the life of Abby Jenkins because then that's right. But I would definitely center it around my ballet journey. So I, I know that's not giving you a title, but like, I just don't know. What about the ballet journey of Abby Jenkins. Maybe. Or... I don't know. I haven't had like such like significant things happen in my life that would create such a like interesting like autobiography where I can title it from that. Um, my life has been pretty much straight, which I'm very lucky to have and very grateful. The boring life of Abby Jenkins. There you go. <laughs> I'll buy that. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I'd, I'd be number one seller, New York Times, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, so describe your life using film titles. I was thinking you could use Harry Potter since you got into that recently, but you don't have to use that, that's fine. I only like Harry Potter because of Harry Potter himself. He was very cute, I will say that. Um, <laughs> I don't know either. I know I'm not helpful at all, but like, but maybe something around a ballet, like a life of a ballerina. Is there any movie of that? Yeah, like a whole bunch of movies of that. Oh, there's Leap, the movie Leap. Yeah, but I'm not a... <laughs> I don't know. I've lived a... I wouldn't... Wait, wait, wait. List like your favorite movies. Favorite so then you can like... Movies? You know. Okay. Ready? Edward Scissorhand. Mm-hmm. Which my life is definitely not that. Um, yeah, that's really my only favorite movie. But I guess like a movie about a ballerina. And there's a lot of those, like Center Stage, Leap. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any more. <laughs> Center Stage. Leap on Center Stage by Abby Jenkins. There it is. My autobiography and film title. Mm, yeah. <laughs> 
So do you have anything else to add, such as like a tip or a suggestion for people listening to this podcast? Oh, for sure. Um, so just in general, what I have learned from what has happened around me this past year is that to be educated, educating yourself on problems and social injustices and discrimination can mean so much more than just watching everything because, well, that is being educated by watching stuff. Um, But that is so important during these times and during any times, because when you're educated, you can use your voice so much better. And it's just so vital, especially now. And another big thing is learn to respect each other, because I feel like nowadays people are so toxic. And especially I don't want to get into politics, obviously. So I'll just like keep this really short. Regarding political beliefs, people are so quick to assume things because of people and they just shut them down so quickly. And that is not right because we need to like, I understand that you might not agree with those people's morals or like um, ideas of what is right and what is wrong. I understand that. And I am there with you too. And honestly, I am still working on being able to respect others and seeing where they come from because when it's regarding like race, and um rights human rights oh yeah of course i'm it's like i'm gonna be like no i can't listen to you like no but i don't think that's right and like i said i am guilty of this i do this exact same thing so i'm still trying to do this um but just listen to the person and you know maybe you try to change them create change that's what this is all about creating change hoping for change, you being a part of this change, educating yourself. So being respectful towards others, listening to what they say, and maybe you giving them, like, listen to where I come from, or, well, where are you coming from? You know, learning about other opinions is very vital. So understand that, like, if people are not who you would want to, like, respect or show respect towards, just to respect others and love others. So it's a little all over the place, but... (laughs) It was really good. Now, yeah, so even though you encounter someone that you don't necessarily have the same views on, um, certain things, showing grace and try to steer them in the right direction or and thinking about everyone in your community rather than just yourself yeah you have a voice use it try to understand people you have ears use your ears and respect you have eyes see yeah exactly (laughs) we have these things to use so use them right all right thank you so much abby thank you sonia thank you for listening to our podcast As you all know, our STEP program that gives free online ballet classes to children ages 5 to 10, especially those who can't afford it, is already available every Saturday. Check out our website, stairwayforballet.com, to register to get the Zoom links every week. To keep up with our social media, check out our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.